0: In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and and the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters and God said let there be light and there was light God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness he called the light day and the darkness he called night there was evening and there was morning first day And God said, Let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. So, what does that mean? And what is a vault? What are we talking about? So God this should do it separated uh, He isn't is studying <laughs> the waters. That. from the water above. Yeshua came across this woman from Samaria. And said to the woman, give me a drink. So when the Samaritan woman came to draw water out of Jacob's well. Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? She said, well you're a Jew. And I'm a Samaritan woman. you're asking me for a drink? Because you guys don't normally associate with us. And Yeshua said, if you knew the gift of God, who you were talking to, you would have asked me. And he would have given you living water. And she said, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this, them, there, here well that I'm drinking from right now? I mean, this is, Jacob's well this is a big deal this ain't no hole in the sand this is Jacob's well Yaakov, Avinu Jacob our father dug this thing and there's water coming out of it (laughs) and he said if you drink from that you will thirst again what? Jacob's well and I'm going to thirst again, Mm -hmm. but the water I give Mm -hmm. will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Living water. And she said, give me this water. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, God separated the waters below from the waters above. The waters below, even Jacob's well, because Jacob's well became something that it wasn't meant to be. Jacob's well was a foreshadow of Yeshua's water. It wasn't meant to be a monument that you could drink from across time and over time and over the generations and say, oh, drink it from Jacob's well. God separated the waters from below from the waters from above. The waters from below are the waters of this world, are the oceans of this world. (coughs) The waters above are the waters from heaven. The waters above are the living waters of Yeshua. Mm -hmm. The waters of the world will leave you thirsty the waters of below will drown you. In the waters of heaven, where that arrow is pointing, are the waters of shalom. As we are in the sixth month of this year, as we approach the day of the trumpet blast and the day of atonement followed by the Holy Ghost party of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. My charge to you this month is to swim up here, not down here by his grace. The waters of the world are doing this. But as high as it may go, God said he will not destroy the world any longer by flood. Mm -hmm. Which means as high as it may go, there is still water up here for God's kids to swim in, to bathe in, to drink from. to be refreshed by by, these waters down here will kill you. What I'm seeing these days is that the undertow of these waters are getting stronger. And the people of God who are called to swim up here, that are called to do battle Up here are being sucked down into here by the waves and currents of the world. My charge to you is as the world goes through a whirlwind down here, a typhoon, stay above the waves. And I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise. Oceans rise. My soul will rest in your embrace. I didn't pick that song for today. You picked up. Picked up. <laughs> Stay up here. The undertow is dragging God's kids into it and causing division. There ain't no division up here. The exposure of the waters of the world is becoming more clear. Things haven't changed much. It may seem like things have changed We may see a beheading In wherever it was And go, uh oh It's the same old story The exposure of it Is increasing Okay Not too long ago, France was beheading so many people That they had to build a machine To get it done efficiently John the Baptist What happened to him? It's an old story, but what happened with Yeshua when John the Baptist was beheaded? What did he do? We must fight. That's not what he did. Did he do battle down here to kick the Romans out? No. He went to be by himself. First thing he did is he went into a boat and went above the waters on the boat. But everybody followed him. And then he went ashore, and they were all hungry, so he just had to feed them all to get them away from him. (laughs) That's one way of looking at it. And then where did he go? To a mountaintop. And then what did he do right after he was on that mountaintop? Right when he went away to be by himself after John the Baptist lost his head. He walked on water. Yes! (laughs) We know the story of how he walked on water. Do you know that happened right after John the Baptist was beheaded? News stories are ugly. They've always been ugly. Always been ugly. The exposure of it is increasing. And what I'm seeing is God's kids are getting sucked into it. One of our black sons will get killed by some white cops. OK? The black community, because there's a wound, a wound there, an unhealed wound, and a brokenness, will get sucked down into here to fight that battle. Because they're broken, because there's a wound a wound. What I'm seeing is us white folk going down in there to do battle that causes division and not a single bit of the wound is being healed. Well, I just saw a news report where a white guy got killed by a black cop. Why are we riding, riding? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is doing nothing but doing battle down here right. yeah. and causing division. Yeah. Yes. Do battle from up here. Yes. When they have to go down into here, it's to rescue. And it's to heal. Yes. It's not to make a point. That's and it's right. not to do battle. The battle is right. won the little... up here. That's right. Yep and this is going to get right it's going to rise higher and it's going to shout more loudly in the days that are coming yes. my charge to you my charge to you is to operate up here the spirit of god hovered over, over the water that's right Oh, yeah. Come on! Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. There will be a day when God will wipe evil from the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get done with the Torah. The whole 40 years of wandering and the ups and the downs and the lefts and the rights. At the end of this thing, when they went into the land, they were charged to kill everything alive man, woman, dog, cat mouse yeah. baby Geneva Conventions, forget about it because you have to read this in spirit at the end of this thing, when the kingdom come, all evil will be a all of it all evil, not a single breath of evil will remain but that's his battle Yes, right. not ours <laughs> and when it causes us to fight our weapons are up here yes. the sword of the yes. spirit yes. is our weapon nice. Jesus said I have not come to bring peace yeah. but a sword right. Peter then goes Baruch Hashem the other Peter goes Baruch <laughs> Hashem <laughs> boom off goes the ear And Yeshua says, whoa, heals it. And says, stop that, Peter, who lives by the sword, will die by the sword. What? Didn't you just tell us you've come to bring a sword and not peace? I was just following your commandment. It's the sword of the spirit. That's the sword he brings. And that can be wielded safely from up here and have much more effect down here. And have much more effect of those that are sucked in that need to come out. God is a divine toilet plunger. (laughs) When we go down there, he's good. He'll get us out. Flush all the junk down. He's faithful to do that. That's his mercy. Until then, stay up there. The kingdom of God suffers violence. But the violent take it by force. And I want to speak to that. A lot of people understand what's going on in their lives. The kingdom of God suffers violence. A lot of people here that are experiencing the kingdom of God suffering violence. There's a translation of the violent take it by force. That's quite popular. It may be true, but I don't think it is true. And many people translate the violent take it by force as the people of God rising up in spirit and doing battle in spirit. And I am all for doing battle in spirit. But the violent, taking it by force, <coughs> is doing battle down here. Wow. That's what it is. You know what the Hebrew word is for violence? Hamas. <laughs> wow. That don't speak to God's kids. So the violent that take it by force ain't us. Do a word search in all of the Bible. Not once is the word violent means us. Okay? Do battle up here. Not down there. In the days we're coming, <laughs> the undertow of this world is getting stronger. And will get stronger. And people will fall away. And they will feel that once they're in here, that this is the new norm. In the days we're coming, fight up here. Praise up here. Pray without ceasing. Up here. That's where... The victory is won. The battle is not yours, but God's. When the time comes when he builds an army to go in, he'll do that. He will do that. He will do that. All evil gets wiped. Everything breathing gets wiped out in the end of this thing. He does it. And then even in this Torah portion, the children of Israel say, and once you're in the land, and you want to go conquer some other land, offer them terms of peace. But if they don't take your peace, you can wipe them out, kill all the men, take the women, take the spoils, take the kids. All must be looked at in spirit. Number one, this thing of Israel that was conquered is meant for the world. It is meant to expand. Not militarily it must be looked at spiritually, but what God is doing about putting Himself into a piece of real estate—that's not meant for a little strip. That's meant for the whole world. That's right. That's why the children of Israel say, is "Okay, you can go and do it." Take the women. That's that means the bride. That means that God will marry the bride. Yes. This will rise and try to suck you into it. Don't get stuck together. There is division down here and there's falling away down. I think I said my piece. Peace. P-E-A-S, Peace. 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 Mm-hmm. Only one other thing I'll share from this week's Torah portion. The word encouragement you. It says that when Israel decides that they want a king to rule over them. Mm. The king must write a Torah scroll and read it every day. Messiah fulfills the whole of the Torah. He is the king. And the Torah that he wrote is here. Mm. Mm. Your life in some crummy little book Torah. You are the life, you are the Torah that he wrote. It says in this Torah portion mm. that the king must write a Torah scroll and read it every day. You are the Torah scroll that our king wrote. That's why you were called Living Abysses. To be ready. That was good. Yes. was good. It was good. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.